Welcome to the Lab Podcast, where we empower women to use the repertoire to heal and thrive. I'm Lynn Rain. I'm Regina Chow Trammell. And I'm Yvette Latende. We are Latina, Asian, and Black professional women. There is a need for professional women to share their perspectives while navigating our roles. We cover cultural ways of thinking that shape this discussion and share practical tips for managing stress, thinking through identity, navigating life stage change, and living in abundance. This is The Lab. Welcome to our episode on niceness. We're going to talk about being nice and what the differences between being nice and kind and the pressures we feel as women, especially women who navigate workplaces and relationships on um, how we need to present ourselves. So ladies, I just wanted to share a little bit about what niceness is and talk about and have us share our experiences with how we feel maybe pressure about being nice. And so there's this professor um, who last year talked a lot about this idea of leadership and what it meant, um, especially encapsulated in that show, The Chair. Do you guys remember that, remember that show with Sandra Oh? She was a lead on Netflix. So Dr. Nancy Wang Yuen discussed Netflix's The Chair last year with NPR. And she acknowledged and talked about the framework for leadership, especially in academia, as being perceived and embodied by a white male image. So that kind of leaves us ladies out. And particularly for Asian American women, like Sandra Oh's character, being nice is central to her influence and power. And you see that kind of dynamic shape and shift throughout those episodes. And I think for us, um, a lot of us as immigrants and the children of immigrants in particular are often held to a kind of a perpetual foreigner stereotype that Dr. Nancy Wang Yuen talked about. No matter how many generations we've been established in the United States, that really we're always kind of seen as foreigner. And um, no matter how good our English is, um, how many degrees we have, how much confidence we show in the workplace, right, that really people see us and see us for how we act and how we should kind of stay within a frame. And so, you know, what is being nice, really? And ladies, how does being nice help us or hurt us? Um, When is it advantageous for us to be nice? And when should we think about putting niceness away? And I kind of want us to think about niceness versus kindness, um, because maybe there's some differences there. So anyways, ladies, what is being nice? How does that show up for you? Yvette, do you want to start us off? Sure, Regina. This is an interesting question. I'm glad we're talking about it. Um, So when I think about nice um, versus kind, I think we probably find ourselves trying to avoid stereotypes. I think that's what initially comes to mind for me as a Black woman. Um, trying to avoid the stereotype of being angry, being aggressive, um, lazy, right? Trying to avoid those stereotypes. Um, yeah, and I, but I think there's some times where you can't be nice. Um, I often think about how Dr. King and his work 
gets elevated because of his approach, right? The nonviolent approach, uh, kind of, I'm going to say cushioned under niceness, at least the way it's presented, even though Dr. King had a lot of very assertive um, things that he did that could be perceived as not nice. Um, but I feel like he's kind of marketed as a nice civil rights leader. Um, and then I think about the work of someone like Malcolm X and how he is not promoted as much and not kind of placed under the umbrella of niceness. Yet, if you look at both of their outcomes, right, they both made substantial change and they both were met with violence, right? Um, so when I think about myself and the work that I do out in the community um, and, and the field, it's quite a, a complex thing to navigate because you kind of feel pressure to present your, your, uh, your information and yourself in a way that is palatable to people or you're going to be rejected at the same time. What you might be talking about in general just doesn't sound nice because you're talking about it, because you're talking about racism, because you're talking about justice or equity. I don't know that some people would want to hear those topics, and I don't know if there's a nice way <laughs> to present that information. So that's what I think. What do you think, Lynn? What do you think about niceness? Yeah, definitely a great topic. Um, and, you know, when I, when I think about being nice, um, and I could probably share a, a work story of mine, um, I think of like when, when, when people think of us as being nice, I think people think that we're not going to rock the boat, um, kind of keeping peace at all costs, you know, not pointing out or speaking up on any problem areas or any areas of growth, right? It's like, oh, let's just, you know. Let's just talk about everything that's doing great. And, you know, the minute that you offer constructive criticism or feedback, I think people can perceive you as being, as not being nice. And so I have a, a, a specific um, story that pops up for me. Um, I think people at one of my jobs viewed me as being very nice, being very considerate, um, always being willing to offer a helping hand, you know, trying to do things that were fair for everyone. How can I help? You know, do I need to show up to an event on the weekend or after hours or early mornings or whatever it be, right? Like, oh, let me help you with this. And I think I was always perceived, I think, as being very nice and helpful and a team player until one day. And, and the, the, you know, now looking back in the moment, it was very painful what I went through, but looking back, I'm like laughing about it because in that moment, I remember I was in a meeting, in a work meeting, and I pointed out something that, you know, it was kind of a negative in our team. And all of a sudden, there was this judgment and rejection of me. And the, my perception, it, it, and, and I'll tell you what the ironic piece is. This was the first time ever that I had spoken up in this way. After like a very, when I say a very long time, years and years, right? As being perceived as a nice team member. And the very first day that I bring up something that people did not like or did not want to hear, I should say, all of a sudden, I'm not nice anymore. And not only am I not, ni not nice, is that people don't like me anymore. And they're all talking about me. And I was blown away by that, that in one instance, right, how people perceive you for a long time could be undone. 
because I was still a nice person. I was still doing all those things I was doing before. I just pointed something out. Um, so, so it's interesting to me because I think it's, 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 you know, being nice is you have to be careful. I think what you set up as being nice to be, because I wonder looking back and reflecting back on that situation, did I, did I set myself up for people to think that I would never bring up anything constructive or something that we didn't have to bring up? Because that's also not who I am or who I want to be. So I think it's, we have to be careful, but I think it's, you know, being nice is really kind of the eye of the beholder, right? How they perceive you. So that was interesting to me. How about for you, Regina? Um, What do you think being nice is and um, how is that central to the workplace and other relational dynamics? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Lynn. And I, you know, what occurred to me when you're talking just all the years spent to kind of show who you are, like your internal character, you know, the way you approach life, just being kind that it can just all in a second flip. And I think that's the burden that we carry a little bit as women, right? And as people of, um, you know, different backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds, and also thinking about how we translate niceness through our lens, right? Through our family, through the culture that's passed down. And sometimes that doesn't get passed down in a way that others perceive, particularly in white, in a lot of predominantly white spaces, how niceness can be perceived wrongly, right? And so I think being nice is about being seen and heard. That's what I heard from you, Tulin, which was, gosh, I, I was seen a certain way and I was heard a certain way. And then it the, the script flipped. And that's that makes me a little sad because I feel like, gosh. That feels hopeless. Maybe, maybe we will feel we'll find some hope at the end of this episode. But I was just thinking, you know, it's kind of a window of opening. Maybe the, the way we enter spaces and the way we approach workplace or relationship is nice. We smile, we offer kindness, and I just think that, you know, for me particularly, I think I try to be nice. Number one, because I like people. I'm a people person, so I really come with that kind of. I'll just say that's a strength of mine that I really am going to see you and hear you for just what you show me on the outside. I assume that what you say and what you do is really how you feel. And then, you know, I try to match that earlier. We we're talking about, um, you know, as, as a couple of us as therapists, you know, just really matching our client's tone and, and our client's way of being. And I think, um, I think that the strength of mine is an Asian American female that, you know, that we're really, you know, we think about others, people's feelings, we try to put them first. And that's how I kind of express niceness. And then it has helped in some sense to kind of open that window, right? It's a window of opening. And then I try to follow that up with competence. You know, that it's not just, I'm not just a nice person, but I have some skills and strengths. And I'm going to show you through my competence um, as a researcher, as a colleague, right? Even as a mom or a wife or a friend, I'm going to, I'm going to try to show you incompetence, but that doesn't always work. (laughs) It's much easier for folks um, to shut us down when we're seen. Right. And sometimes that niceness doesn't get translated. I think, you know, sometimes I don't, I remember just being misunderstood a lot and feeling like someone 
thought I was usurping authority or being abrasive or pushy just because I was talking more assertively and trying to show that competence and saying, no, I disagree. I disagree. And here's why. But, you know, backing that up with points, but that can feel like not nice versus I think in my cultural background and understanding being, you know, softening things, but saying the truth is still really important. So anyways, I was just thinking about, you know, niceness, whose authority is it to determine who is nice or not? How does our presence impact a person's sense of self? You know, just like, you know, you both were saying, Yvette, I think you're saying, you know, as I we're fighting stereotypes. So it's, you know, someone's authority on what niceness is not always our authority. So for me, I think, you know, being nice is too squishy a concept. It's too malleable. And for me, I try to keep in mind maybe what is kindness, because sometimes being kind is saying no. Sometimes being kind is pointing out, hey, that's that's really kind of a racist trope that you're working out of, or this is not okay. Like being kind has the end goal in mind, and that's more long-term. So I think about the way I've shifted in the workplace for myself to not always show up nice, but to show up kind, that I'm really going to see you and respect you. And I have so much respect that I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be kind as much as I can, as far as it depends on me, right? There's in my faith, there's that verse about as far as it depends on me, be at peace with everyone. So I'm going to come in with peace, but it's going to be honest. And as much as that, that's what I'm working on. It's a continual process. So kindness is usually a net positive for me. I feel really good at the end of the day because I know I have approached things with kindness as much as I could. I'm going to learn maybe the impact of that is not always kind, so to to speak, but I think I can back it up and say that this was my intention. This was my motivation. This is how I frame things versus being nice. I just feel like that's exhausting for me. I can't keep up niceness. Niceness is exhausting and it's a net negative for me. So those are kind of my thoughts. Um, Yvette, how would you describe the difference between nice and kind? And have you ever experienced the results of each nice or kind in each of your relationships at work or friendships, et cetera? Those are great thoughts, Regina. Um, when I think about the difference between kind and nice, I, we also have to talk about nice being very gendered in this society. Um, when I think about nice, I think about implicit bias. And implicit bias is really those unconscious associations we make between concepts and ideas. And so for me, what comes up when I hear niceness, it's very gendered and you being quiet, submissive, um, knowing where your place is, um, not being confrontational, um, avoiding all conflict. And we know I, I teach leadership. I know that conflict is actually healthy. It's actually a sign of a healthy relationship to feel safe enough to um, address an issue. Um, but you can do that in a kind way, right? So then when I think about kindness, kindness is saying when you address an issue or you have a conflict, am I assuming good intent, right? What is my intent? What is my purpose? Um, it's also me taking responsibility to say that I can only control what I can control in that situation. So for me, niceness is very gendered, very sometimes stereotypical, um, has a lot of implicit bias uh, related to it. And for me, kindness is more coming from more of a place of how do I address an issue? How do I 
bring up a topic or how do I show assertiveness or how do I um, deal with the issue with a person in a situation or a relationship and do it really from a place of care, a place where I'm considering the other person as a human being that also might be responding out of trauma or stress or hurt or those kind of things. So that's what comes up for me. What, what comes up for you, Lynn? You know, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that how it's the concept of nicest is gendered. And I would agree with that. You know, looking back at that, you know, meeting I was part of, I'm curious if a man would have said what I said, which again, wasn't negative. It was a constructive criticism, how to make us better and stronger. I don't know. I think it would not have been perceived the same way. And I think also when you talk about minority groups in the workplace um, and women of color in the workplace, I think we are seen very different, right? The minute that we speak up, like we're not, I guess it, 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 you know, and it kind of goes to stereotypes, like we're not expected to do that. Therefore, if we do it, it's perceived as something negative. Um, but I think comparing the nice versus kind, you know, I think that nice to me, when I think about nice, I think about people doing things for other than unnecessary, especially women. Women, you know, I think, and again, I'm, I'm generalizing here. I'm not saying all women are like that, but as women, we're very nurturing and we like to, you know, caretake of others, even in the workplace, unfortunately. So I've seen a lot of women, for example, when they're, you know, leaving a job, they're doing way too much to transition, right? Nobody else would, no man would do that much, right? Or when they're onboarding someone on, or when they're transitioning roles, right? They give too much of themselves that, that is truly unnecessary and, and uncalled for. But I think that's, you know, one piece. I think kind of like we were talking about not speaking up when someone, when something needs to be said, I think not being genuine or, or authentic, right? Like Yvette, you were just saying, you know, conflict is is a good, healthy part of, you know, relationships. And I think being nice is kind of keeping peace at all costs. Like I'm not going to speak up. I'm not going to be truly authentic and transparent or genuine because things are not always nice and pretty, right? (laughs) Sometimes we have to speak up. So I think that's why it's exhausting because I think that when, when I'm being nice, I'm not being authentic. I'm not getting my needs met. Um, And so I'm kind of holding it in holding in what I, what needs to be said. And that's exhausting for me to carry. So I think that's why I could feel exhausting. When I think about being kind, I think about being respectful in the workplace. I think about being cordial. Um, I'm old school. I think it's like, I think it's important to walk in and say good morning to my coworkers. Goodbye. Have a great evening. You know, call me old fashioned, but I was raised that way. Right. So to me, that's very important. You know, that greeting others, checking in, um, remembering people's lives, you know, Hey, but how was your vacation? Regina, how was your conference? Right. Um, I think checking in and being, you know, remembering and saying, I value you. I see you, you're doing all these great things. So checking in, supporting people, Uh, And that feels great at the end of the day. And I think, Regina, you were saying that, right? It's that feeling that we feel good about ourselves in the workplace. So I think when I'm being kind, personally, I feel really, it feels good. It feels great. I feel, you know, good in that space and time. When I'm being kind, I would say that I'm not being my authentic self. So sometimes it feels, I'm someone that really strives for authenticity and genuineness. So I think if I'm being nice and holding back, it doesn't feel as good um, because I'm not being as transparent. So that those are just my thoughts. 
Well, ladies, this was a great conversation on niceness versus kindness and the kind of the pressures we feel to feel nice, especially in the workplace and how that kind of opens us our opens up a window, but really what the takeaway for our listeners today is really to think more about this idea and concept of kindness, which is going to have less of a gendered, um, implicit bias um, motivation, right? That niceness brings forth. Kindness is really about how do we live in authenticity? How do we present ourselves genuinely with respect for others, but not being fearful to move into conflict because conflict can be really helpful for our relationships and workplace and to not worry about how others in in some sense perceive us that if our motives are pure we go into pure that's all we can control there's nothing else that we can control about others responses we can do our best and you know that's that's has to be good enough and hopefully it improves the workplace and i my last takeaway for listeners is just really remember that you are a factor. Sometimes I think we forget, right, that we're trying to constantly prove ourselves, but we are a factor that if we show up in a space strongly and we do it in a kind way that others kind of have to adjust to that. We are cultural influencers ourselves just by being there and present and speaking up and being ourselves. I mean, people have to, they're affected by that. And that's, I think, the good news. And so yeah, I hope that's helpful for our listeners today. And just thank you, ladies, for sharing your thoughts and your experiences. This was powerful. Well, this was the Lab Podcast, a conversation between a Latina, Asian, and Black woman, professional woman. And we would just love your thoughts and love your feedback about this episode on being nice. Uh, Tell us about how being nice is affected you and what are the experiences um, that you've had in the comments of the show notes or share your share the podcast with others and we hope that we will hear and see from you next time thanks for listening to the lab podcast where we empower women to use their repertoire to heal and thrive This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be a replacement for professional services, including psychotherapy. Please leave a comment on how this content has served you and find out how to reach us in the show notes.